Welcome to the Impact Speaker Podcast. We're all about the speaking industry. We'll share how to create, position, and package your message as a professional speaker. You'll learn real world strategies that helps to get you booked and paid to speak and share your message. I'm your host, Errol Ross. Thrilled you're here, whether you are a beginner, intermediate or seasoned veteran, you'll find this podcast so valuable. We're going to dig into how we can get better, our message, our marketing materials, and definitely how we can get paid to share our message. Now be sure to hit subscribe, share our podcast link with a friend, truly helps the channel out. Thank you so much. Today's topic is be a keynote speaker, part one. I made this into a two part series. So Part one, being a keynote speaker, what do you think of? You think of the big conference, right? Or an association style event, tons of people, you're the main speaker or one of the speakers and nothing wrong with thinking about that. I only mention it because I want you to differentiate a keynote speech from a workshop or training. Now, hang on to that because we'll come back to that later. But for the keynote speech for an association or conference, I want you to do this first. Identify your ideal audience. Identify your ideal audience. So what I mean by that, let's just say you could wave a magic wand and you have the perfect audience out there for you. Who is that? Is it men, women, mixture of both? Stay-at-home moms and dads. Maybe it's the college market, high school. Could be healthcare. How about sports, athletics? Who is ideal? Now, I'm not saying you can't speak for multiple groups, but who do you think really would just gain the most impact from your speech? You know your speech. Who is perfect for you? So I'll give you an example. I spoke for the organization FEW. That's an acronym, F. E-W, that stands for Federally Employed Women. Now, that is not my ideal audience. It worked out great because the topic was perfect. They wanted more leadership. That's what I was doing. But as I wrapped up and it went really well, some of you listening, that is a perfect audience for you. They are government entity in terms of all of them work and some county government, township, city government, national even. And bottom line is they come together and these ERGs, that stands for employee resource groups, and they get together for these local, regional, even national conferences. And even though it went well, I knew in my mind that was not really my ideal audience. I'm giving you a tip, by the way, if that's yours, look them up. They do all types of meetings, You could be perfect for them. But bottom line is, so yes, you can speak for anyone, but there should be an ideal audience for you. I'll be honest, my first ideal audience, if you have followed any of my other episodes, you know, it's the youth market. I started off speaking in middle schools, high schools, and I found even a smaller niche, fifth grade. Yeah, in elementary school. So I created a little presentation called Be Extraordinary actually called my book that, Be Extraordinary. And the purpose of this was to kind of empower these kids to go on to middle school to do great things. But the funny thing I realized that you can do that speech multiple times, multiple years, multiple schools, 
because there's always fifth graders graduating up to sixth grade. So that was an ideal audience. I don't know what it was. My videos, my jokes, it just landed with fifth graders. But then I moved up into the corporate world. Many of you know that, but I found my sweet spot and that is mid-level managers and frontline. I have an affinity for those groups. Does not mean I can't speak for higher level, but my message really resonates with those that are mid-level leaders or even frontline trying to climb the ladder. So either way, I know my audience. You need to know yours as well. So first things first, understand and identify your ideal audience. Now, the second thing I want you to do as you're considering being a keynote speaker is create a follow-up or spin-off speech. Yes, complete brand new material, a different speech, follow-up or spin-off speech from your original speech. Now, let me explain this to you. As I coach up-and-coming emerging speakers, they always ask me the same thing. They, Daryl, how can I get more speaking gigs? I want to get paid. I want to get paid more. And this is one of the ways you can. If I look at my calendar for the year, I would say 70% of my calendar is new business, new bookings. And we'll talk about how we get those as we go along. But 70% are new, but 30% repeat business. So how great would it be in January? You can just block in 30% of your speeches already on the calendar because the previous client is bringing you back. That's what you want. But it only works if you have new material to give them. Now, there are a couple of caveats to that. For example, I mentioned I speak to fifth graders or used to. Well, that speech could be the same because you're always going to have brand new fifth graders going into sixth grade. That will work. Maybe if you're doing new employee orientation at an organization, that will work. Same speech. Definitely in colleges if you're doing orientation. But for the most part, many other locations, organizations need new material. You heard me mention earlier to hang on to workshop or training. That's a great piggyback off of your keynote. Think about if you gave a keynote speech at a conference and it was your, you know, great slide deck, great energy, great impact. And then you offered the client maybe a workshop style training on a different date to follow up. It could even be a webinar. If you're thinking, well, what would that be? I gave all of my great content in the first speech. Look, we talk a lot about how you can gain more content, but here are a few just generic main topics that a lot of organizations will be interested in. Communication, leadership, conflict resolution, anything with productivity or time management, how they can get better with their time, managing change. These are all great topics to be the piggyback secondary speech. So go into this thinking, number one, I want to identify my ideal audience. Who is my main target audience? And second, I need to create a follow-up, spin-off speech from the main speech. But wait, before you go, I have a great resource for you. You know, when I was coming up, I only knew of two markets to speak in, the youth market and corporate. That was it. But I've now identified eight markets and some of these are perfect for you. So what I've done, I put together a 30-minute webinar. It's free. And by the way, it's not even 30 minutes. It's like 28 minutes. (laughs) So click the link below, put your name and email in and close the door take some paper out, take notes. I go through the eight different markets that will pay for your message. 
pay for your speech. Not only do I talk about the markets, I'll tell you what topics would work best in that market and who you should contact. I can't tell you how valuable this is. If I had this when I first started 15 years ago, I would have loved it. So take some time out and watch the webinar, the eight markets that pay you to speak. Hey, thank you for joining us. Hope you learned something today. Be sure to hit subscribe and share our podcast link with a friend. I'll see you next week for part two of Be a Keynote Speaker.